Good evening, Wisdom Eccentrics by Nat Chang Rinpoche. Chapter 24, Part 1 Yeah, maybe there will be more understanding because those who miss the point will be able to ask. The important point is that one knows when to ask and when questions are an inappropriate interruption of the Lama's activity. You must not make the mistake of thinking that the Tibetan cultural habit with the teacher is better than the Western cultural habit. Chapter 24, Tales of Tom Yours. Oh yeah, when you first came to see me, what did I say? Rinpoche asked with a look that could have betokened mischievousness. Your first words, Rinpoche, were, what does this idiot want? I remember it well. Oh yeah, he laughed. But that is not what Tomyor really means. You were one kind of Tomyor, sometimes, maybe not so often. But anyway, you were not a self-serving, stubborn Tomyor. You were not an obstinate, inflexible, intractable, intransigent Tomyor. You were not really a Tomyor at all. It was mainly your waistcoat and your enormous beard. Rinpoche laughed. So, anyway, today I will tell you what Tom Yor can really mean. This is a story about Dokiense and the second Dodrupchen. It is not a long story, and I tell it to you just to make a point, not to ask you questions. You will understand very well what this story means. The first Dodrupchen was called Jigme Trinli Ozer and he was a disciple of Jigme Lingpa. And it was said that he was a monk, but I do not know. It does not matter. He was a great yogi. His incarnation was Jigme Puntsog Jungne. Then the third was Jigme Tempe Nima. Then Tubten Trinli Palzang. And now Dodrupchen Rimshe is the fourth incarnation of that line. Rigsin Tempe Gyaltsen. He lives now in Gangpok in Sikkim. The second Dodrupchen founded Dodrup Gompa in Golok and did not dress like a monk. He did not wear the Nakpa dress either, but wore a white lambskin tuba that like Dokiense. This was a problem for the monastic authorities at Dodrup Gompa because they were idiots. Everywhere there are Tomyors. Every religion has Tomyors and they abound in every walk of life. Some Tomyors are harmless and when they are well-meaning it's not a problem to anyone, especially if they know they are Tomyors. The problem comes 
Rinpoche stressed with surprising conviction. When Tomyors do not know that they are Tomyors. Now, it just so happens that the idiots at Dodrup Gompa found themselves irritated by the fact that Dodrupchen was a Poa master who was widely recognised as such. What to do with such an embarrassment to the monastery? The white sheepskin tuba was severely bad news, but then Dodrupchen took a consort. This infuriated the major ecclesiastical idiots and he was forced to leave Dodrup Gompa. Dodrupchen left the area and travelled north. He went to the Chinese borderland and became the Lama of the Prince of Dartsedo. So Dodrupchen was out of the way at last, much to the relief of the idiots at Dodrup Gompa. Time passed and they were happy in their daily round of meaningless mumbling. The coffers were accruing money and the prestige of the Gompa was rising. The dignitaries had equipped themselves with finery and the whole place had acquired an aroma of stultified sanctity to disguise the underlying banality of the institution. The idiots had all but forgotten about Dodrupchen when some rather unfortunate news reached them. There'd been a widespread outbreak of smallpox in Dartsedo, and Dodrupchen, because all other methods had failed, took the nature of the disease on himself. He was a Mahasiddha and through his power, everyone was cured of smallpox. So what was the bad news? Surely this was good news. No, not for idiots. For the monastic idiots in authority, this was a severe blow. Where would their prestige be if it came to be known that they had ejected Dodrupchen Rinpoche from Dodrup Gompa. This was the Gompa he had founded. If it turned out that he was a Mahasiddha, as his name gave him to be, the idiots would be pilloried. It's not a brilliant move for a Gompa to cast out a realised master. It doesn't end there, however because idiots are never entirely without guile. It wasn't long before the idiots had further concerns. They'd heard that Dodrupchen was dying of smallpox as a consequence of taking the disease upon himself. Well, that's good in a way, one of the chief idiots proclaimed because then there'll be another incarnation and we can bring him up to be a monk. But what if the second Odrupchen manifested miraculous signs at his death, chipped in another of his idiot colleagues' investments? That would reflect extremely badly on those who had cast him out. We'd look like idiots.
After considering the problem for some time, the idiots decided to send a delegation to Dartsedo. They arrived and sought an audience with the dying Dodrupchen. They were ushered into his room and explained the problem to him. You see, Rinpoche, it's like this. You've cured everyone in this district of smallpox. That is a very wonderful thing, of course. And it's a real shame you're dying and all, but if when you die you manifest miracles, how would that look? How would it be for Dodrup Gompa? It would not look good, would it? You see, you founded this Gompa for the benefit of beings and it would be better for the Gompa if its reputation were not stained by the fact that we rejected you. We think you will appreciate the delicacy of the situation. Yeah, I see your point, he replied. And I'm quite agreeable to what you want, so I'll do as you ask. I'll die a normal death. It's all the same to me. The delegation of idiots were relieved to hear this and departed for Dodrup Gompa to give the senior idiots the good news. The next day, Dodrupchen died in a manner perfectly in accordance with how one would ordinarily die of smallpox. Now, when Dokiense came to hear of this, he was furious. He mounted his horse and galloped directly to the prince's dwelling in Datsedo. Without any form of customary address to the prince, he sought out Dodrupchen's room, threw open the door and pushed the attendants aside. He addressed the corpse with enormous force. Hey, Dodrupchen, he yelled. Do you know so little that you die like a goddamn Tomyor? You're a great yogi, you're a Mahasiddha. How can you die like this? Get up immediately and die properly. Dokiense then shot his rifle into the ceiling, much to the anxiety of those who were still in the room. Immediately on hearing the report of the gun, Dodrupchen sprang into meditation posture and rose into the air. The room swirled with rainbow light and everyone who saw the miracle was overcome with joy and inspiration. Now, go tell everyone you know exactly what you saw here today, Dokiense commanded. And sure enough, that is exactly what they did. They weren't reticent about it either. It was a once-in-a-lifetime story. Dokiense left as quickly as he'd arrived and called to everyone to witness the miracle at every turn and in every village he passed. News spread about as wide as news could ever spread, and further, and the idiots at Dodrupgompa were duly discommoded. Rinpoche sat with a regal smile on his face. 
We sat smiling at each other for a while and then he nodded. Something was expected of me and so I told him what was on my mind. So, Rinpoche, I understand this. It's quite straightforward. It's a story about idiots being faced with their idiocy. Oh, yeah. So maybe nothing to say then. No, not too much, but there is something else that's just occurred to me that I could tell you. Rinpoche nodded his approval and I launched in. Dodrukchen concedes to the idiots, even though it's plain that they're idiots, and arrogant, self-satisfied idiots to boot. I can understand that, even though I think that conceding to them was a, a pity in many ways. Yeah, if you listen to Tom yours, if you take the advice of Tom yours, you become a Tom your, Rinpoche pointed out with a seriousness of tone. Yes, but maybe that's not exactly what happened. Rinpoche grinned wolfishly at me. Oh, yeah? What then? Well, Dodrupchen's acquiescence only makes sense to me when it's told, tied together with the fact that Dokiense reverses his acquiescence, because that makes two things possible at once. Rinpoche gave the familiar air twist of his wrist that said, go on then, tell me about it. Well, Dodrukchen acquiesces and shows himself to be completely indifferent to what people think of him. This shows him to be utterly beyond concern with appearances. He evidently has no self-interest. He's content to die with the appearance of an ordinary person, even though he isn't. But then Dokiense rides up and tells him to die like a yogi and so he does that too. And then, Rinpoche asked, almost in a whisper. Then, Rinpoche, the idiots at Dodrup Gompa would have to look at themselves extremely critically. Dodrupchen acquiesced, but was overruled by Dokiense. The idiots knew that Dodrupchen tried to help them, but that his realisation had manifested in miracles anyway, and this might have made them think about their idiocy far more than if he'd ignored their entreaty about not manifesting miracles. Yeah, 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 very good, very good. But what kind of Tomyor knows that Dodrukchen can manifest miracles and yet asks him not to do so? Eh, hey, Hong, do you really think that Tomyors with motivation to preserve the bogus reputation of a gompa against their own Tomyor actions would question their own motivation? I sat slightly perplexed at this. Well, if I was one of the idiots, 
I certainly feel bad about myself. Rinpoche laughed at this. Oh yeah, I believe this completely. But you were not that kind of Tomyur, even when you were a Tomyur. What kind of Tomyur was I? I asked in a sing-song manner, well aware that I was misquoting an early 60s crooner's ballad. How would I ever explain the humour of that to Rinpoche? He noticed my smile and it was evident to me that he knew I'd made another of my incomprehensible Western jokes. He shook his head slightly and grinned. Hmm, what kind, eh? Maybe the kind who has pure vision or who at least always tries to see the best in people. Thank you, Rinpoche, but isn't it good to see the best in people? Oh, yeah. But only if you do not miss the worst. If you miss the worst and find yourself and others to be cheated or tricked, then it is not so good. Now, what do you say? That I'm not the kind of idiot who would want to throw Dodruchan out of his own gomper in the first place then I'm not the kind of idiot who would want to ask Dodrupcha not to manifest miracles on his death. No, Rinpoche nodded. You were not that kind of Tomyur. You weren't really a Tomyur at all. Not very consistently, anyway.